0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Deep South Dining, the show all about the culture of sullen favor. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. With most schools almost out for the summertime, it's time to start thinking about those kids and the extra meals that come with summer vacation. Let us give you some advice about keeping the kids healthy and happy this summer. Also, we talk with the good people from Deep South Pops about their start and how they came up with those flavor popsicle ideas such as cream cheese, Creole cream cheesecake grapefruit, rosemary, blackberry, lemonade, and uh, cinnamon roll, which we're eating on right now. <laughs> Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling one mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or send an email to food at mpbonline.org.
1: This is Deep South Dining. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
0: Listening to Deep South Dining from MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Also, we have Jake Franklin, right? Mm-hmm. All right, here with us from uh, Deep South Pops. With most schools almost out for the summertime, it's time to start thinking about the kids and those extra meals that come with summer vacation. Let us give you some advice about keeping the kids healthy and happy this summer. Also, we're going to be talking with Jake from Deep South Pops, who has everybody singing <laughs> the the Good Food Song. Mm-hmm-hmm this morning uh talk about their start and how they come up with some of the flavors for their popsicles like the creole cream cheesecake uh grapefruit rosemary which i had uh over the weekend blackberry lemonade also this uh cinnamon roll concoction that we got going on uh if you want to join the conversation uh call us this morning 1877 MPB ring that's 18776727464 or you can uh, send an email at food at org. That's food at mpbonline.org. And uh, good morning to you guys. How you doing?
2: Fantastic. Good morning, Java. How was your weekend?
0: Oh, it was good. First, let me, um, let me jump in and uh, uh, say... Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there who um, enjoyed a good day. I know you enjoyed a good day on yesterday. How about you, Deborah?
2: Oh, my gosh. You know, I had a fantastic day job. I got a chance to hang out with my beautiful mommy. Okay. And uh, that was fantastic. And then I spent the rest of my evening basking in the sun at the reservoir. So it was absolutely fantastic.
0: Now, you know I got to ask what was on the plate.
2: Well, Java, (laughs) I prepared a smashed red potato with a um, blackened catfish and a crawfish gravy. Mm. Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, we celebrated my mom uh, yesterday at my uh, parents' house. My dad, he fired up the grill, did some... I don't... I don't even know what kind of what cut of steak or what kind of steak or even if it was a steak oh my gosh <laughs> but it was like three quarters of the plate and there was steak potatoes and corn and that was all you needed <laughs> it sound,
2: yeah and your mother's beautiful by the way i got to see her pictures on facebook she looked like she could oh. be your sister that's fantastic well
0: i mean yeah she, she's a very she's <laughs> a very beautiful beautiful lady and i yeah. uh thank you for saying that yeah. i love my mother and i'm glad we celebrated her on uh on Mother's Day on yesterday, also celebrated my wife, uh, mother, my two beautiful children. So you know, we yeah. had a good day yesterday. Are oh,
2: you guys hold on? You and Jake hold on. Uh, Father's Day is right around the
0: corner, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not as it's not as a big bigger deal as Mother's Day. So you know. What Jake, it, it it we need to change that. Yeah, uh, but I, I think the person whoever created Mother's Day was like, uh, I guess we can have a Father's Day. <laughs> it was an afterthought. Yeah, it, it was an like, like, well, afterthought. <laughs> we've done this. We better do something for the dads. Yeah, you got to make something happen because it's, it's got to equal it out.
2: Oh, come on, you guys. Some people like that. Daddies are like the greatest, right? I mean, you know, they're the person that, you know, teaches you to ride your bike and, you know, beat up all the boys and tell them not to come. So, you know, so I love Father's Day. It's pretty darn cool yeah and, and then besides you guys get to pay all the bills so
0: <laughs> usually the ones that get the call when something's like really really wrong you know other than that. but that's
2: because we see you as a superhero i mean that's like the cool i mean you're you're the guys with the you know s on your chest you're taking care of the world we love no, you're you guys just trying that. to make
0: us
3: feel better that's okay, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all right
2: jay white is looking like yeah right yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, as always, Deborah, um, you you know you brought us in something something good. I'm waiting for the line to come in uh, behind us.
2: Well, we just brought in a little bit of cake today. It's um, it was something that I tried. It's really new. It's um, a, I'm gonna call it a banana cream cake. And basically, what was different about this technique is in the center. The center layer is this yummy fried caramelized banana between two layers of just plain vanilla cake, and on the top is this cream cheese. Uh, feeling on the top of this so it's it's served cold it's really yummy it's a nice cake so something different
0: so with the the when you say fried bananas are we talking on like the bananas that you get at the fair the deep fried bananas
2: they really are fried bananas and basically it's just taking the bananas and caramelizing them in a little bit of butter and sugar and you want to brown them off and toast them up a little bit it's just a really quick way to braise them up, you know, so and okay. I did that and then we just kind of because uh, you got all this yummy sugar and butter. And so it makes a wonderful glaze for the middle of the cake. And um, and like I said, the creamy uh, stuff on top is just a little bit of cream cheese and the sweet condensed milk with a uh, cool whip all folded together. So it's really light and fluffy and it's, you know, just a cake.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. It's so light. It's so fluffy. It's so good. Thank it's you. It's a good, good Thank you. moist early morning. Um, Get you it, a cup of coffee. Yeah, it could go well with some coffee, like, yeah. like for
3: real.
2: Yeah, or you could have you could have a, a cinnamon, a cinnamon roll, roll
0: popsicle. Oh <laughs>
2: my God,
0: Java!
3: Well, if I would have known you were having that cake, we do a brown butter banana popsicle. Oh
2: wow!
4: See so you.
0: Yeah, how, how many flavors? Uh, well, we're talking with uh, Jake Franklin from uh, Deep South Pops. Before we go any further, where's your, where's your uh, store located?
3: Our main shop is on 1800 North State Street in Jackson, right across from Millsaps, and we have a second location in the Highland Village Shopping Center, uh, right in the courtyard.
0: Okay, okay. And, and it, I
3: was telling Java, the first time that I ever had one of your popsicles, of
2: course, was at Bravo's, and they literally dipped these wonderful, fabulous treats into some champagne. It's a really wonderful, decadent way to have a glass of champagne.
3: Yeah, and if you don't want to be quite that fancy, you can <laughs> come to one of our shops, <laughs> and we'll we'll pair a popsicle with a beer and make a float out of it. Oh, wow.
0: And how many flavors do you actually have?
3: Um, I, I really couldn't tell you. I, I would estimate we probably developed maybe... 60 or 70 recipes at this point.
0: And these are pretty exotic, people. It's not uh, just your banana uh, or your cherry or strawberry. What, what are we talking about, Jake?
3: Uh, we're talking about Creole cream cheesecake and um, your cinnamon roll, um, brown sugar, bacon, and bourbon. Oh, um, wow. I've done a gin cream pop.
0: And this... Uh, uh, this. <laughs> Top of your
3: face is hilarious. He's
0: <laughs> like... I went by the shop um, uh Saturday. And it was, uh, you know, it was a line, yeah. and I'm not making anything of it. It was a line. People were in the, uh, in the other
3: room just sitting in, because uh, you have kind of like a coffee shop feel. It's a, well, we are a coffee shop, so um, it's kind of, when we started the business, we kind of selected the things that we enjoyed. Um, coffee, beer, popsicles, <laughs> ice cream. And we figured that if we liked all these things, that a lot of other people might as well. Yeah, it's and, like somebody sent the kids to the grocery store right? <laughs> like, and said, so, "What do you,
0: yeah, what right. do you want?" <laughs> right. But no, it was, and I went in there and it got the uh, the strawberry limeade. Which I was called out on by Jake immediately for being safe. He got all these all these exotic uh, popsicle flavors, and I said, "Hmm, let me get a strawberry limeade uh, that whole is popsicle." So
2: funny, <laughs> but you know, most people do that when even when they're dining out. They usually, you know, if you go to a new restaurant, they will have the same food experience. So if you like steak, they will order steak at every restaurant. Yep. And so you you want to broaden your senses by being, you know unsafe, and trying something new. You know, if you go to a new place, you want to do something new, and it just broadens your life, and your taste palates. It's a really wonderful way to live.
0: Yeah, and it, but it, it was good. I mean, I got the strawberry limeade, and I was telling my wife um, it's almost, it was like Sonic, but better, because they serve limeades at Sonic. You know, we go during happy hour, and um, but Jake, he gave me a, a grapefruit rosemary, and I should have got that one first. <laughs> 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 how did you um? How do you come up with these flavors?
3: We take a lot of cues from dishes that we have um, at restaurants or cocktails or other desserts. Um, really, kind of just everywhere. Um, even our neighbors, we have one uh, strawberry lime black pepper, and we got the idea from that uh, for that from uh, one of our neighbors who puts black pepper on fresh strawberries when he eats them. So, really, just anywhere we can get inspiration, we take it.
0: Okay, I've heard of sugar on the strawberries, but mm-hmm. black pepper. All right. Uh, you're listening to Deep <laughs> to Deep South Dining. You want to join the conversation this morning? Uh give us a call. Phone lines are open. One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or you can uh send an email at food at mpbonline.org we're talking with uh jake franklin from uh deep south pops and you guys uh, well i say you guys like i know you <laughs> but uh you and your family you're not actually from uh, mississippi
3: not originally no we were from alabama grew up in birmingham So what brought you guys here? I took a promotion, and the job I had at the time, that brought us to Jackson, and um, we moved here in 2013.
2: So, okay, with that happening, how did this wonderful Popsicle, Deep South Pops, happen?
3: Well, for a lot of years, I've wanted to start a business um, that we could all be involved in. And... um, you know, fear or whatever it is that keeps us from doing the things that we dream about, always did. But when we moved to Jackson, um, we pretty quickly had an idea for what would become Deep South Pops. And um, it it was kind of on track to be one of those dreams that we didn't do. Um, But we were... Uh, At my family's house watching a movie. Yeah, Um, tell that story. (laughs) We were watching uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's about a guy who daydreams about doing these fantastic things, but in real life, um, he's kind of lives a a mundane life. Um, And it struck me when we were watching this movie that this was me with this one dream. I was letting this pass me by. So the next day, we started planning Deep South Pops and opened almost exactly a year later.
2: So how did you come up with popsicles of all the brilliant ideas? mean,
3: Well, we had been to a few other popsicle shops around the southeast and um, and enjoyed them as a family and knew how good they would be but we thought we could kind of build on that concept because most of these other places are just popsicles only That's you maybe get some water as well but other than that it's just the pops and they're there it's a great concept but we had an idea for something a little bit bigger um, we wanted our shop to be a place um, for the community to gather And so uh, we kind of expanded that concept to really have all of the things that people enjoy having when they're just hanging out with each other.
2: You know, whenever I think about popsicles, it immediately takes me back uh, to my childhood. I remember hearing the ice cream truck and the music, you yep. know, coming down the street and the kids good, got their bikes. and ice I don't know, cream, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if people remember you would put the little straws in your bicycle mm-hmm. to get that wind effect. And it was the most amazing, you know, experience during the whole summer. So you bringing that, those kind of memories where kids now can talk about popsicles and good times in a very uh, warm and kind environment. I think that's the coolest thing ever.
3: Yeah. Thank you. And
0: not just the little kids, the big kids, too. (laughs) Because when you're pairing it with a a beer and making a float, like, wow.
2: (laughs) Well, it's like a kid getting to be grown up all over again. You know, it's it's like food should really create these kind of experiences where, you know, your memories are long-lasting. And, you know, to be an adult and pick up a Popsicle really brings out the child in you. You can't get around it. I don't care what kind it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, nah, you really you really can't get around it, um, Jake. We're gonna keep you keep you on just for a little while. We're gonna take a uh, a break and we'll be uh, back with more of this conversation. Deep South pops, also some uh, summer fun um, recipes and activities to keep the kids busy. You want to join the conversation? One eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to food at mpbonline org. Uh, we'll. be be back with more Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio.
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: And we're back here on Deep South Dining. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Also, Jake Franklin from the also delicious uh, Deep South Pops. Say
2: <laughs>
0: so delicious it's so summertime fun it's it's it's, it's crazy you want to uh, join the conversation we have some open phone lines 1-877-MPB-RING that's 1-877-672-7464 or as always you can send an email to food at mpbonline.org
2: So Java, I want to give a shout out to my Monday morning man. Kevin is here, here, not here today. He went to go visit, uh, I think, his mother for the holiday, Mm -hmm. and so I miss him. And I just want to, I hope he's listening to us this morning, and just know that I love you and I miss you, darling.
0: Yeah, because you um, you 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 put me to work this morning because Kevin usually whenever you know you bring in something in the morning time, Kevin starts everybody off like he he digs in. it, It just of course
2: nobody can touch the food before Kevin does because.
0: Cause he's my Monday morning man. What the heck? <laughs> that's the way it works. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh man, we miss Kevin. Uh, Cause I'm usually on the other side of the glass. So you're you doing know, a
2: great job, job. It's, it's so okay. We're good. Yeah. Thank,
0: thank, you, thank you to Jay White for um holding down the boys this morning. Uh, <laughs> Jake Franklin here from uh, Deep South Pops. Now I was reading up in, um like we had the uh, the grapefruit rosemary. Also, you um talked about the um. I guess the safe one the strawberry uh limeade yeah um but you you try your best to use fresh
3: ingredients I know with a, all of all of them are fresh ingredients um we we use all natural no color added no nothing it's just, it's the real deal, so like the grapefruit rosemary, we juiced a case of grapefruits for that oh wow <laughs> and and use fresh rosemary.
2: And which, you know, really gives your pops these very distinctive tastes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you, to be able to taste the freshness of grapefruit or, you know, the rosemary paired together or mm-hmm. even this morning, the creaminess mm-hmm. uh, from the sickle that we had. That is a cinnamon roll. <laughs> that is insane. Just absolutely insane. So listen, you brought your grandmother here and she's going to be helping you in the kitchen?
3: Um, no, my, my mother has helped me in the kitchen before, um, but, uh, no grandmothers. Okay, because this uh, question. Oh, I'm sorry, your granddaughter,
0: <laughs> No, uh, that's that's actually that's actually for you, Deborah. Are you serious? Because you brought your granddaughter in here the last the <laughs> last week. If you turn to the other week, this is live radio, people. If you turn to the other page; those are the questions for Jake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jake, I'm giving Hi. you grant. You're you uh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. But
0: Jake does. Um, um, I learned like I told you, like I know him already. Yeah, uh, you have uh, four children. So you it's um you go from one job to the other job.
3: Oh uh, well, neither of them are like jobs though, so it's all good.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I know a little bit, so I I go I clock in twice. So I just go <laughs> ahead and say it. I clock in twice. Um, but also another thing at your um at your shop, you have a dairy list and a non dairy list. Yep. Was that a, a like a conscious decision?
3: Uh, well. Yes, um you know, a lot of people have dairy sensitivities, so obviously we can't uh can't only have the ice cream style pops. Um, plus it's just good to have a variety the The non-dairy ones are so much more refreshing, and in the summer, um, you know, they kind of take off a little more than they do in the winter, so it's it's just good to have a variety. Now is there
0: any popsicle that you you've made but you it's just it just didn't work out right maybe? <laughs> I mean there have been a couple because I asked you about the pizza <laughs> yeah pizza
3: <laughs> I've, since we started I thought a tomato basil cream pop would be really interesting Um, and it was, we did it and it was good, but it was too scary for people to order.
0: Yeah, they didn't want to try (laughs) it. They they, didn't want to expand.
3: They think soup and that doesn't sound good as a popsicle.
2: So, would you be willing to share with our listeners something that they could do at home to create a fantastic popsicle?
3: Sure, actually there have been, we've put a couple of our uh, recipes in a couple of magazines, um, and um, we are also have plans here in the next little bit to team up with La Brioche okay. to do a um, pops and pastries class. Oh, It'll wow. kind of be a social um, classroom kind of thing.
2: That but, sounds fantastic.
3: But yeah, a couple of recipes can be found, our buttermilk and our strawberry, um, those have been we put those recipes out there in a couple of publications.
0: Now, La Brioche is one of those uh, restaurants that you've paired with. Uh Absolutely. You have several that you paired with at your shop. Absolutely.
3: Uh, yeah, We they, they do all the pastries for our morning coffee shop business.
2: That's fantastic. What was that?
0: Um, my wife, she came and got it. Was, it looked like a sandwich.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, that's an alfajor. It's uh,
0: kind oh? of
3: a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh <laughs> a shortbread cookie and dulce de leche center with oh, a little wow. bit of coconut around the rim. They're, del- they're delicious. Oh, wow. Because
0: she went, there was, she, she bought one, and okay. we went in the car, then she came, she came right, right back yeah. <laughs> and bought some more because uh, we were going to my parents' house and she was like, they got to try these. They got to try these.
3: So listen, Jake, do you guys do any catering? Absolutely. Yeah, we um Quite a bit, actually. We do a lot of weddings and events, um, festivals, And he brings private the bike events. out. <laughs> yeah, we have a little bike cart we bring out um, for events like that. Uh, also, we can do some deliveries if it'll fit in our schedule. I have a motorcycle with a sidecar that I can do deliveries on. Oh, wow.
2: That's so cool. Yeah, so Call was- the popsicle guy and get a motorcycle ride at the same time as...
0: So it's not it's not the um the uh what the the old school ice cream truck, but okay. and we we don't upgrade it to the motorcycles. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
2: So listen, if our listeners are trying to find you, how can they find you on social media?
3: Deep South Pops, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, Snapchat, um, and then uh, we've got a website, deepsouthpops.com. dot com. Um, yeah, fantastic.
0: Yeah, any um, I guess any other events? I know you um, it's, it's um, you, you have events at Deep South Pops. You got something we coming do. up?
3: Well, we've um, our, our shop is also an art gallery, and uh, we feature local artists who are who hang their art for one month uh, at a time. And um, on the second Thursday of every month, we have a, a, like an opening reception for the artist of the month. And a lot of times, we'll have live music for that. Um, uh, other sh- other events at our main shop are kind of just random um, come up every once in a while but uh, our Highland Village shop uh, we've teamed up with Highland Village the shopping center and um, we participate in uh, several events a month Uh, we usually do a concert or a movie night or uh, a number of other things so check out our Instagram and Highland Village's Instagram to keep up to date on those. Okay, so who comes up with all of these delicious flavors? Is it the team? <laughs> the, the team. <laughs> are your kids seeing suggestions? No, they just like trying them after <laughs> we make them. But um, my wife, uh, mostly my wife developed a lot of the original ones and uh, with, with my help a little bit. <laughs> uh, and and so uh, most of them are ours, but uh, we, we have had some employees in the kitchen, kitchen managers and other people and customers who have, Given us suggestions, and we've rolled with it
0: so who came up with lavender buttermilk?
3: My wife came up with a recipe, but that was one that was uh, recommended by um one of our customers. a wow. regular customer requested something with lavender in it, and so we made it i didn't deborah can you cook
0: i didn't I thought lavender was just a uh...
2: Oh, absolutely. You can definitely cook with lavender. It's it's a very uh, relaxing mm-hmm. fragrance in and of itself. So people use it, of course, to burn candles. You know, it helps you relax. But it's very uh, fragrance. Uh, the fragrance is very aromatic. And so when you're cooking with it, it just takes that dish to a whole nother level. So absolutely.
3: Can we do a coffee, uh, a latte with uh, lavender syrup as well that we make in-house.
2: There are a lot of flowers actually, mm-hmm. uh, that are perfect for not just a visual appeal on a plate or in a Popsicle, but just adding those extra flavors or scents to your dish that, you know, a lot of times we people just kind of stay away from because they're not comfortable. And you see them in these really shishy-poo kind of restaurants, mm-hmm. you know, where the dish is $150 for a plate. But mm-hmm. you can use some of those same items at home and create yep. that same kind of beauty,
3: you know, when you're cooking.
0: Now, how spicy is this pineapple curry?
3: The pineapple curry actually actually isn't very spicy. We, um, but it is. Um, it does kind of give give a richness that cuts the acidity of the pineapple.
0: Okay, because you also have a pineapple ginger. I'm reading these like these are all <laughs> yeah. actual pineapples that you can get at Deep South yeah. Pops. We're talking with uh, Jake Franklin from Deep South Pops uh, here in studio, and I mean you got blueberry orange. We already talked about the grapefruit raspberry, the, um, what is this, the cookies and cream? Cookies and cream, yeah. Is it, that, that is what it's just what cream. it sounds like. Yeah. We
3: do another one called Cookie Buzz. It's um, coffee-flavored cookies and cream.
2: I can imagine, though, that the curry and pineapple would give you an accent, man, you know. <laughs> you just want to go, you know. <laughs>
0: Give you a little something extra, extra. Okay, um, one last time um, before we let you get out of here. um, Where is the shop shop located and um, and Uh, store hours, all that good stuff? Main
3: shop is 1800 North State Street. Um, That's open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, Our other location is in the Highland Village Shopping Center, um, 4500 I-55 North Frontage Road, Suite 173. We're right in the courtyard, and that one is open 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., seven days a week.
0: And uh, Jake is a really unmistakable kind of guy. He has a sleeve tattoo and uh, a bald head and a big beard. And he'll be riding. Like you. And he'll be riding a bicycle. No, I don't, <laughs> S- selling popsicles. I, I, you won't catch
3: me riding the bike.
0: <laughs> well, Jake, we uh, really appreciate you for coming in this morning, man. And I, I hopefully the email that I sent out makes sh- make sure you don't have any more popsicles to take, take back with you. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm glad you came in. We're going uh, to take another so break. Much. And uh, come back with some more Deep South Dining. (laughs) I'm Java Chapman here with uh, Jake Franklin, Deborah Hunter, and uh, continue listening.
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: You're listening to Deep South Dining here on MPB Think Radio. Java Chapman here with you, filling in for the awesome Kevin Farrell. This is a hard job, but I'm, I'm making it. Uh, sitting here with Deborah Hunter, also Jake Franklin from uh, Deep South Pops. And uh, we got a caller on the line. We're going to go to, um, just call Mikey from Mobile. How you doing this morning, Mikey?
2: Hey, Mikey.
4: I am so glad to hear y'all. And now, Deborah, as you know, I am a pathetic, pathetic, worse than pathetic person when it comes to things like baking. I have the greatest of admiration for y'all who can do it. But I can <laughs> As I I explained to Kevin one year, I was going to send him um, a birthday present, and uh, but the post office wouldn't take it because it was an ice cube, and they said, "Girl, you are a mess." (laughs) Oh, yeah, I am. And listen, the other thing is, you you guys—you know—I would say I was going to say you stole one of our Alabama guys, but actually, it's a swap because my father, my grandfather, and my great grandfather all those folks were from mississippi okay
2: girl everybody in the world's from mississippi (laughs) (laughs)
4: well anyway
2: absolutely
4: um but uh this is so inspiring to me like i said because baking i'll leave that up to you who can do it um but i can you know i can freeze some ice cubes. I mean, it's mobile, you know. Ice cubes are, and popsicles are not that, maybe I can graduate to popsicles. So
2: well, I, let me tell you, Mikey, this is a whole nother deal. This is not the Kool-Aid you mix up in, a you know, and put in a little cup and pull out and call I it a popsicle that. girl. This I is like that. magic. <laughs> and so I'm asking
4: um, I, if your gentleman is still there. Yeah, um, Jake's see uh, you here. Um, I have a friend who is from the Birmingham area, mm-hmm. and um He is coconut crazy, and he, uh, that's, uh, is there any, can you give me some suggestions on what might be a special treat for him when he comes down to do a little fishing in the Gulf once in
3: a while? Sure. Um, You know, you can use coconut cream and coconut milk to, um, (sighs) as a dairy substitute to make ice cream, Um, and it gives it a little bit of that coconut flavor. You could, in addition to that, kick up the coconut flavor by um, taking maybe some toasted coconut, and putting it in the mix as well.
4: Oh, that is,
0: thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, appreciate um, your calling this morning, Mikey. Thanks, Mikey. Um, uh, bringing this, uh, that we actually <laughs> gonna let Jake go, but uh Mikey wanted to uh, come and talk to him for a minute. That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> and coconut's you know really fresh. It's summertime, so it always reminds me of the islands and being on the beach. And so I'd probably mix it up with some pineapple or yep. some orange. Can I add some other things to it to make it really yummy?
0: So. Do y'all have any um, new? F- I guess any new flavors y'all coming up for it's summertime? You know. Oh yeah, I just. Stay tuned. Okay, just (laughs) (laughs) check your social media. Come to the shop. Yeah, okay. That's 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 not bad, man. Well, um, we appreciate you for coming in, Jake. Absolutely. Want to, you know. Stop the uh, <laughs> yeah. stop everything from rolling. Thanks uh, for having me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go, go out and uh, Deep South Pops on everything on social media and uh, visit them over there on State Street, uh, right across from Millsaps. That's it. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks,
2: Jay.
0: All right, Deborah. <laughs> <Ta-da>! We uh, are. <laughs> We had a, a very eventful morning. Uh, anytime we get the double, the double dose, you know, oh, wow. with uh, the where one of our guests bringing something, it's always something special.
2: You know, I'm always happy when I see people come in and bring things. It just it always feels like a party here on Monday. On so, Monday, oh yeah.
0: Monday morning, I told you I I skip breakfast on Monday mornings because <laughs> I know I'm gonna get it here on Deep South Dining. And if uh, you want to get it, young? Know, we do have some uh, open phone lines. Open one eight seven seven MPB that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, Or as always, you can send an email uh, to food at mpbonline.org. And one of the reasons we wanted to bring Jake in this morning was um, the popsicles and just the kids. It's, summer, it's summertime. It's starting to get warm out. And um, we're going to have to have something for them to do. And like you said, you can make the popsicles at home, but they're not going to be as fancy as Deep South Pops. But you can take Kool-Aid and put it in the freezer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you can. You can. You know, when we were growing up as little kids, that was one of the fun things that we got to do at home. You know, we would buy those little styrofoam cups. My mom would, and we would mix Kool-Aid. And sometimes she'd put some fruit cocktail in it to give it some, you know, presentation or whatever. Or she'd mix some Sprite or Coke in it to give it that little extra flavor. So making homemade popsicles has always been, you know, a great family tradition. Tradition, and it's just a wonderful way to, for the kids to get in the kitchen and have something for their tiny little
0: hands to do. Because I know we used to call them icebergs yeah, back back, yeah. back in the day, and uh, and you would you would, sometimes you would take the you would shimmy it out of the styrofoam and flip it up right <laughs> so right. you can get all the juices all um, the
2: yummy stuff out of there uh-huh yeah. out
0: of the top yeah and if you want to um i guess i asked you this because you brought your um granddaughter in uh, a couple weeks ago oh
2: yeah she's been itching to get back in here by the
0: way <laughs> yeah no she's she, she's a superstar because she brought us the, um the snicker snicker doodles uh-huh, yeah yeah so um when you're bringing kids in the kitchen you know, they got the extra time. It's summertime. They're gonna be off, out of school. Uh, what's some of the, some of the things they could do?
2: Well, you know, there are so many amazing things uh, for the kids to do. Uh, and it's and it's a great way to keep them disciplined during the summer while they're having fun. Because one of the things that Dakota and I, you know, of course, she's my grandbaby, that we go through during the summertime is, um, you know, making sure that she's staying on track with reading, writing and arithmetic. And what better way to do that than to give your kids recipes? Because they got to read them. They've got to do the measurement and you're teaching them science along with, you know, being able to. To be, you know, really clean around the house because they want to get involved and they want to do little things and they get excited about helping. And there are little kids now, I mean, you guys got superstar chefs that are eight, nine and 10 years old. So you want to start them in the kitchen very early, um, you know, because it t- also teaches them to be very creative. And so Dakota, you know, she's 10 now. So she's doing almost everything Java from uh, something as simple as helping me making cookies, to doing burgers, to, you know, smashing potatoes. I mean, there's just so many things that she's doing, fixing her own pasta dishes now. So, you know, you start your kids off very, very early and they they get excited about it and they want to do it. I think the worst thing that we do to our children is constantly tell them no, especially when they're excited about doing things. So yeah, get them in the kitchen and get them involved. I bought her her a smaller size pots and pans because of course you know when you go in you know in the kitchen everything is so grown up size. So I found some things that were perfect for her so she could handle them. She's got a little stool so she can reach and you know she's above eye level so she can see what she's doing. But yeah, bring your babies in and, you know, let them become superstars and and challenge them to do things. And uh, one of the things um, that uh, I will always do for her is I'll let her make the mess don't be afraid to let them do that. Let her make the mess, and then when uh, it's all done, Java. You know, I'm always praising her for what the finished product. Or and I'm very honest if it's something that we need to work on, and they're willing. Again, kids are very open minded. They're willing and they're excited to be in the kitchen.
0: Now she's gonna be, um, like I said, she's gonna follow in some of these other kids' footsteps uh, that I uh, I saw. Well, I was watching um, just by chance uh, Master Chef Junior and a uh, uh, Mark. I hope I I his last name right, Koblenz uh from Starkville. Yeah, was yeah. Uh, was so was him. on there uh, just doing it up. He also was on a uh, Chop Junior, yeah. uh, where they get the, you know the the mystery baskets. Yeah, you,
2: know, <laughs> you know it's it's always crazy when a kid can run circles around you, in the that's kitchen. I, I, I love it.
0: You know, <laughs> one of my next questions is making a grilled cheese sandwich, but that's just for me. But we're gonna get to that, and, uh, <laughs> and also uh, Kenya Briggs Bean uh, from Chill Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, she's another one of those superstar kids that are just making, making good waves. And uh, hopefully we can get either one, one of those uh, guys on, on the show. So we're going to put that out there. <laughs> oh, that would be
2: absolutely fantastic. But yeah, you you t- you can teach children entrepreneurship by bringing them in the kitchen because they can start, again, their own little businesses, whether it's selling popsicles or lemonade or making grilled cheese sandwiches for the other kids in the neighborhood. It's just a wonderful way to broaden their minds. Along with cooking, you also learn a lot of history you know and you're learning a lot about you know other cultures so it's just and it's really a wonderful way for you to connect to find out how your children are thinking even about themselves what their confidence levels are cooking is just a great experience all the way around you know and growing up as a kid you know we, I Of course, I'm a 60s baby, so things were a little bit different, but my mother and father would always bring us to the table. It's that connection, that family connection that happens around food and cooking, and kids are looking for that. A lot of times, you know, we'll give them a video game, turn on the television, and we're disconnected, and I say, turn it off. And take an hour to, you know, and spend some time with your kids, really connecting with them and developing their personalities on a whole nother level. Right in your very own kitchen.
0: No, that's right. I I asked uh, Jake from Deep South Pops about the the popsicle uh, pizza. But I know at my house and I mean, my oldest, he's only four years old and he helps us make pizza. Like we get the dough um, and mix it up with the olive oil and the water, just you know, real simple. And then we we stretch it out. We throw it in the air a little bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chef Barney D, right.
0: <laughs> we stretch it out and then put the uh, put the sauce on there. He spreads the sauce takes you know a spoon, spreads it around. And then he really likes the pepperoni, so we count the pepperonis that go on the pizza. So you know, we how many pepperonis do we, want? we want? Twenty. So we count out twenty and he sprinkles the cheese. You know, and this is a way to get him involved with the uh, in the kitchen and it's it's just real easy and simple not even a hard you know something hard or you have to do
2: right And, and cooking should never be you know complicated whether you're two or 92 you know it should really be simple but again you're teaching your child math while you're spending you know very valuable time and so and believe it or not that will help him when he's in the classroom because he's taking with him not only the ability to count but his parents confidence while he's there. You know, my dad, my mom taught me this so I know it to be. A fact and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to see and
0: then with the older kids um, the conversions <laughs> Exa- <can> go <laughs> exactly
2: exactly you know because in order to especially when you're baking you've got to be able to have some basic math skills and so it's a really wonderful way to open up their minds and have those conversations with your children
0: and then bringing them uh um, in the kitchen always gives you extra hands for cleanup
2: uh, definitely we got to wash some dishes don't play
0: so we're not we're not, running, we're not running the dishwasher today. <laughs> you gonna uh, you want to eat? You gotta you gotta bust some suds.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, and um, you know Dakota started washing dishes very very early. I think she was about two years old, and uh, she wanted. Of course, they just want to play in the suds, but I, I allowed her to do that. And sometimes it would be you know mess everywhere, and I never gave her a hard time about it. I'd wait until she go to sleep, and I'd go back and clean it up. <laughs> uh, but because you you know you want them to always be willing to do stuff. And again, I just believe that no is one of the craziest things that we ever say, unless it's something to keep them safe. But when it comes to learning, you always want to give them a yes. You know, try it. Let them put their hands on it. It's just like uh, I was teasing somebody yesterday. I heard somebody tell their child, uh, "Stay away from the water. You don't get in the water till you learn how to swim." And I'm thinking how is that going to ever happen? And sometimes we even do that in the kitchen. You know, we tell the kids, no, don't come in, don't come in. And then when they turn into teenagers and you're ready for them wash dishes and stuff, and they're going like, really?
0: Or they always looking at you um, talking about what are we going to eat? <laughs>
2: right, exactly. But <laughs>
0: well, now I guess my next question, like you were saying, no, what, uh, the, the stove and you know, having them work the oven, what's a? a- well, you know, of
2: course that's why, you know, the safety is always first. We're not trying to, you know, cause injuries for anybody but that's why you're there with. Them and you're touching their little hands and helping them do things along the way because, you know, even with knives, you know, I started Dakota off uh, very easily, you know, playing with the little plastic knives first. And as she's gotten older, uh, I'm always keeping my hands there with her, so it's again, it's always about connecting with your kids because you want to touch them and talk to them and be connected, and you can do all of this around food, and it's a great way to teach them how to choose the right foods to eat. You know, you know, different talk about the different food groups and and all those amazing things that they're learning at school already. So definitely, safety is always first, or Java.
0: Oh yeah, always first. So we got you <laughs> got to keep them safe, healthy, and happy. Happy for the summertime we're gonna uh, take our final break this hour um uh deep south dining i'm java chapman filling in for kevin farrell we have uh kathleen from osaka on the line so we're gonna uh hope she holds on and then we'll get her right after the break um java chapman here with deborah hunter and up next more deep south dining
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: And we're back here on Deep South Dining. I'm Java Chapman here with Deborah Hunter from Cooking with Honey and Friends. Got a couple calls on the line in... Kathleen and Timothy, thank you for calling in this morning. And we're going to go ahead and go back to the phone lines. Uh, Kathleen from Osaka. How are you doing this morning, Kathleen?
5: Well, good morning, guys. Good morning. How, How are you all today? Fantastic.
2: How are you doing, girl? Doing good. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, thank you. Uh, we've got fresh
5: fruit coming in right now. A lot of blackberries and berries. Soon we'll have figs. And I just wanted to tell people about some of the things they can do with the blackberries, you know, but I have a little question up front. I know you're not supposed to rinse them, but when they're wild berries, they have critters more. So a little quick rinse, and if you can kind of get a colander or something and get most of the water out and freeze right away, then you can
2: use them all went along. Well, Kathleen, I'm a little OCD, so I'm always going to rinse, you know, and it's and again, like you said, it's a really quick rinse, and I'm always going to pat them dry, but, I, you know, I'm always conscious of not wanting to present something or eat something that I shouldn't, so.
5: Well, I wanted to tell you a quick story about when I was very, very young. We won't go how long that was, but... Um, We used to go blackberrying with my mom and dad. It was a big deal because dad had this friend that had a large plot, and they had unbelievable blackberries on River Road in the Metairie uh, area between Metairie and Laplace. Uh So we would go in, and my grandmother was Cajun French. So she would give us all little calls. Like one would sound like a chicken, one would sound like a hawk, one would go woo-woo and all this stuff. (laughs) So when we were in the bushes, Dad would holler out, okay, call in, and we would have to make the sounds so he knew that everybody didn't get lost in there. But we would come out with loads of blackberries. My mom would make conserve, blackberry syrup, yes. um, blackberry uh, jams, preserves. It was just even a little blackberry wine. <laughs> so they used those things. But if you take advantage of them now because a lot of people see them, you can freeze them. And then when it does get cold, make a couple blackberry cobblers with peaches. You can make blackberry jam. You can make pies. It really, really matters. And then the kids get to see what they picked on the table. That's and it's right. it's really, really interesting to see their faces. They so remember when your crazy grandma, <laughs> you picked those berries. They've all long gone now, so those memories stay
2: with you. You're absolutely right about that. There, I remember a lot of summers that, you know, we spent out picking, uh, you know, the fresh blackberries. And, uh, you know, we would uh, get strawberries and the figs and all those kind. Of, well, figs are later in the year. But, you know, we were out with our grandparents doing those things. And it's, you're right, they're very lasting memories. And as a child, those it's, you know, having those scents and those you know, the textures on my hands, all those things, are, you know, are very important to me even now in the kitchen. So you're absolutely right about that.
0: Yeah, and I didn't know. So-
2: the soils in Mississippi
5: are perfect for any kind of berries. So if they're having a hard time growing other fruits that tend to freeze every winter, do what the land allows you to do. Plant some blackberries, dewberries, raspberries and things and then you have something that'll come back every year. You don't have to keep replanting, and that's important when you get to, of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Enjoy the show always. Thank you, yeah, Kathleen. Thank you, and- Kathleen. Bye bye. Bye
2: bye.
0: Yeah, I didn't even I, I I didn't think about that. But taking a kid like to the farmers market, if you can't just get to the get to the farm, uh, you know, and be able to pick those fresh fruits and berries.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, and then we we do, again, have several farms around the state where you can go and pay a small fee and go out and take your children to pick things, you know, like blueberries and blackberries, uh, you know, or... Cons later in the year, so and kids love that kind of stuff. It's a great way to get some of that extra energy off. If you got somebody that's bouncing all over the <laughs> wall, it's those are just great little things for them to do. And absolutely.
0: off uh, off that technology for a little while, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and go to um Timothy uh, out of Louisiana. How you doing, Timothy? Good hey, morning,
6: Timothy. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Great to hear you. You sound healthy. Yes, sir. Doing real good over here. <laughs> you know, I just want to share this about children in the kitchen, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had five brothers, okay? And um, we all came up using this wooden stool to stand up and wash dishes. And, you know, that was the first thing we did was wash dishes.
2: Exactly. You know,
6: or wash veg or, you know, prep vegetables and that sort of thing, too, you know? And after my mother passed, I got that wooden stool.
2: Wow!
4: And in
6: packing it away, I looked underneath it—something I had never done—and on there, it had my mother's name, and it was in my grandfather's handwriting, and it said September sixteenth, nineteen twenty-nine, and I realized my mother's sixth birthday that grandpa had made this stool so that she could get up and wash dishes (laughs) dishes and stuff. That was her stool. And, I mean, that, you know, it's almost 100 years old. But that stool is important. You know, it was steady. It was, uh, um, it's uh, 16 inches wide by 12 inches deep by 10 inches high. Wow. And... You know, it, it's got a real, you know, it's strongly built, screwed and glued together, and um, you know, it's still being
0: used. You know. Well, yeah, that's all about making those memories, uh, Timothy, and that's what we're, you know, talking about getting those kids in the kitchen and just, uh, just like Deborah says all the time, coming, coming through food, you get so much than just. Yeah. The nutrients.
6: I mean, can you I imagine? Got one more quick comment that lady put to mind that just you just had on talking about picking fruit and figs. Okay, when you pick figs, carry a spoon with you or, or a baby food jar, and that little bit of white that comes out of the uh, you know on the stem—the
2: milk. Wipe, yes. Uh huh.
6: Wipe that on the jar and, and save that. Okay.
2: Well, what do you and do you with pick, that, Timothy?
6: Well, you heat up a quart of milk to 160 degrees or just under make sure you kill everything that's in there you know and then stir in a tablespoon of that and it will curdle it so quick and you can make like ricotta
0: oh
4: okay quick,
6: like a quick cheese you know
0: a cottage cheese you know Okay, well, that's that's I, I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> yes,
6: we didn't have my grandma.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, there, 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 there you have there's it. There's the difference right there. Appreciate you Timothy. We got we got to scoot real quick. We got one more call before we um, get out of here this morning. Thank you for listening, sir. All right, let's go to Mary real quick. Mary, you got something about blackberries before we get out of here?
5: Yeah, as a kid, we used to get. Uh all of us together and go blackberry cooking and then, then we'd go home and we'd make what we hadn't eaten. Uh, we would make uh, what we called uh,
6: bread and milk and blackberries. Or if we didn't have that, we used peaches or something like that. We just, one of our favorite uh, summer dishes was bread and, uh, bread and milk and whatever.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so yeah, much, thank Mary. You, thank you and you happy for that, Mother's Mary. Day to you. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, Deborah. it's always good being on the other side of the glass.
2: Well, thank you so much for standing in for cabin today. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah,
0: he'll be here next week, Thank, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Deep South Dining is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and it's funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show produced is, well, not show produced, but our show is engineered, well Produce, he's an all around good guy. Jay White And <laughs> out of our call screener uh, was Debbie, I think. Yeah, okay. All right, for Deborah Hunter of Java Chapman, stay tuned for now. You're talking with Marshall Ramsey, also Southern Remedy. And-